If you like your snacks in the shape of Mickey, you're in the right place. This is the Mousecapades Radio Network, entertaining the space between your ears since 2015. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts... Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with my friend Vicki, and she's also my music colleague and a Disney fanatic, so all the things. We pray that you're staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 883, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and more podcast. Before we get started, I'd like to remind you that I can plan a magical trip for you anywhere in the world not just Disney. Text me for a free quote at 636-373-4497. So Vicky's been on the show not too long ago. It was like September, right? Something like that. But she had to spend so much time, like a lot of people do, preparing for the trip and making her trip successful so that it was good. And she has four children. And so she's got tips and stuff that might be helpful to somebody else that's looking in that direction. So I asked her if she would be willing to do that. And she said, of course. And so here she is. So I'm going to let her take over. Awesome. Yeah, I did spend, I mean, I am a type A person and also, as you mentioned, a mom of four. So I did spend a lot of time planning. And I mean, I think a lot of people, when they plan their Disney trip, it's well in advance. So you're, I mean, you're thinking about it, I think, you know, all the time. So if I had time to write something down or order something off Amazon that looked like something I would use, then I would just do it. Just like you say, a lot of people that plan will pay, you know, a little bit at a time. I think that's, you know, it's good to keep that in mind that you have plenty of time before you go if you're planning in advance. For sure. But I mean, I had lists on lists on lists on lists on lists on lists. Um, And I did pack. I was lucky. Like I set all the suitcases out in the basement. And if I knew, I would just throw things in as I went, which was very helpful. Um, But the first thing I did when we were figuring out when we were going to go was look at the crowd calendar because I was a person that I knew I would want to go at a time that it was less busy. Um, So we picked January and we did choose during the week. So that would that meant my kids were going to miss school and I was going to miss work. But that was just what we were most comfortable with. So I would suggest looking at that. I was just looking at the one for 2024 and the week that we went is still predicted to be a slow week. And that's Mar- Martin Luther King, right? So we were going to go Martin Luther King, but we moved it because our where we stayed was not available, which ended up being great because then it was we went a less busy time. Awesome. Okay. Which meant I had to take more time off work, but I mean, it was what it was. And it was it, like, it was nice. It was nice to leave Missouri when it was freezing and go to Florida where it was 75 and gorgeous. Um, so I would suggest doing that first. Some people want to go when it's busier or during a holiday. I know you are a super fan of doing that. And it sounds like so much fun. I just knew I wanted to, for my own sanity, especially that first time with everybody go when I knew it would be less crowded. So that's what we did. I think with your kids, especially since you have younger children, I think for sure, if you've not been to Disney, that would probably not be a good time to try out your first trip at Christmas. You want to test out the waters first. 
Exactly. And I wasn't sure how they were going to respond to just the whole everything that that is sensory wise input when you go there and just being around a lot of people. I mean, you know, it was it wasn't right after COVID, but I feel like any kid that's lived through that, they are more used to being in a more isolated environment. Correct. But they did. My kids did great. And I would for sure consider going at a busier time next time because they did. They did not have a problem with that part of the trip. Um, So that's what I did. And then the second thing I did was figure out where where do I want to stay? If I could go back and do it again, I would probably stay at the same resort because it was not technically like a, a friend. What's that called? A good neighbor. It was not a good neighbor, but it is in the same space as a good neighbor and it's on property. Like you're through the, the, the Disney World arch. Gotcha. When you get there. So, and Disney Springs is close by, as are a couple of the on property resorts. So we could have driven and paid to park, you know, parked there and then taken the Skyliner if we had wanted to do that. Um, but we did rent a car, which was nice because we were kind of worried about. Are we going to do naps? I mean, there were a lot of unknowns. We'd never been. So we'd run in a car. We stayed at a resort where we would have, you know, multiple rooms so everybody could sleep because that's my, that's was my main concern. Sure. (laughs) Is everybody going to sleep? But then I didn't realize Disney tired. I think my kids would have slept no matter what because you're tired. Yeah. But I liked our resort and we had a kitchen and, you know, like a little living space. So that was nice. Um, so decide where you want to stay. I think the one, the resorts that are Skyliner accessible, I mean, that is so lovely that that's there. Unless you go on the week that it's going to be refurbed. Which it was when we were there. So right. I'm glad that we did not plan on that because a few, it wasn't every day, but a few of the days, because that's when they do it is in January. Um, it was down. So I'm kind of glad we didn't plan on that because that would have been a bummer. Um, so I did that. And then I, I, I mean, we were going to get a stroller. I had an under, you know, an under two year old. So I knew he was never going to make it. And my other boys, I just felt like it was safer to get the stroller so that people could sit and it could fit any of my kids. So whoever got tired, there we were. I mean, it was a giant double bob stroller and I rented it from, um, I think it was Orlando Strollers. And like I said, on my earlier podcast, they deliver it to your resort. So you do not have to go pick it up and it's just there ready for you, ready to go, which is so nice. And we did get a stroller tag that's recommended. And I think I put like a colored ribbon, like something that I felt like I would easily recognize because renting a stroller, you're just assuming there's many other people that are going to have the same stroller, but they tag it for you too. So it's not like it's just looks like nothing. Your name is on there laminated with your tag. And Disney is great with rearranging those strollers. So it's probably not going to be where you put it when you got in line. So just be aware of that. Which is why it's crazy that people leave their baby in there sleeping and then go ride a ride. Oh, yeah, I heard that. That's no. But they do it so nicely. It's not like it's anything bad. Right, right, right. That's a that's a good. It's not going to be where probably where you left it because they're going to, you know, arrange it nicely so that everybody can get where they need to go. Well, one thing I wish they would do, though, is I don't think that's indicated anywhere. I think it needs to be on a sign just so people don't freak out when they come out of the rides or whatever and they realize, hey, what's going on? For sure. And I will say we always took, of course, like I had a a fanny pack, like a crossbody pack Mm -hmm. and like a little mini, another like crossbody book bag. So one was on the front that was like all like my phone and things that I like I needed to keep close to me. And then I think I had like wipes, a diaper, 
like emergency, small emergency supplies. And then I left all our snacks in the stroller and nothing was ever touched that I left in the stroller. So that was nice. Yeah. But I would recommend anything you're worried about somebody taking, make sure that you do not leave it in your stroller because although they will arrange your stroller, they're not security. They're not responsible for your stuff. Yes. There's no video cameras over there watching your stuff. Yes. I've been by there before when people have gone shopping for their souvenirs and realized that they um, just have these stuffies and stuff. And I love those stuffies. I would never take somebody else's, but I don't know that somebody else wouldn't. Exactly. I mean, I would hope they wouldn't, but I mean, in this day and age, I feel like you just never know. I know. I mean, we see kids take pencils from each other. So <laughs> yes. So after we we figured out when we were going, where we were staying, got my stroller, my husband booked all the flights. So I did not do any of that. We did not drive there because that was going to be way too long of a drive for my kids. Um, then we had to make our decisions about character dining because that, you know, you have to do that ahead of time. Right. I talked about that we did it and there were some that I liked and there was, you know, some that I didn't. I would say I loved going to the contemporary Mm -hmm. seeing the fab five that first night when we didn't have any, we had gotten there. We knew we were going to be eating. It was a great, like we're here. It's Disney world. And we got to see everybody loved that. That was totally 100% worth it. And I think some of those characters, like there is going to be a longer wait in the park to see those people because they're the iconic characters everybody wants to see. I also thought that was a good trick. Also, I used your trick when we went in October and I'll explain that in a second, but that kicked it off for your kids. It got them excited about what was coming through for the rest of the trip. Or that's how, what I thought of when you told me that that day. And I was like, so we did, we didn't do a character dining, but we love to go to Ohana for dinner. But by the time we usually go in the week, we've eaten so much food. We're like, we just are trying to stuff more and more and more and more. And we're just sick. And so this time we started with Ohana, the buffet. And so I think that it was better. We didn't eat nearly as much, but we enjoyed ourselves at the same time. So I give you kudos for that because I had never thought about, oh, put your favorite purse or your care or your favorite place or your character dining at the beginning. That was a really, really smart move. I highly recommend that. Yeah. And it was a good gauge to see because we had never been how my kids would respond to characters because that was taught, you know, one of our top two on our list was making sure we saw characters. And then I would know if they absolutely hated it, we would not spend our trip time going to see characters. Good call. But I loved that. I will say, and everybody is so different. So you kind of know what your kid's tolerance is. I would not have done any other character dining on that trip. I would have just done quick service. My daughter loved when we went you know, to Beauty and the Beast for lunch. But my boys, I think it's also not really character dining, in my opinion. You see the Beast, but there's zero interaction. And he just like, it's so quick. Right. Um, if we went back, I would do Akershus and I would do it breakfast. Even like, I'm not going for the food. I'm for sure going for the characters. The characters. So that one I would do. And I feel like that's at Epcot, that's a good start to your day too. Because then if you, when you finish breakfast, if you get an, a, you know, a super early one, then you can just do frozen or, you know, whatever. Well, we're actually doing Acker Shoes for breakfast for the candlelight processional so that we could get our candlelight processional pieces. I heard you talking about that. I will let you know. You have to tell me which princesses you get. You get most of them. That's what I heard. I'm hoping. I think it's like five or six. I mean, it seems like it's a lot for character dining and worth it for sure. Yeah, I would say for sure after 
and I'm not poo-pooing the beauty, the beauty and the beast, because that is my favorite movie. So I think that's what's so hard for me is why we don't have, even if it's just for a picture and um, to have the beast and them come and get you from the table. I think I did say that on the show before, but just so you could interact with both of those characters, I think that would be little to nothing other than having a photo pass person in there. Yeah. And it isn't, I mean, it's experience if you're, if that's your favorite movie, as I think as an adult, if you want to go eat in the castle and see the West Wing, I mean, it is cool. It just was, you know, I think my kids just, it was underwhelming because, you know, they're little, they're like thinking a different thought every two minutes. So it was just not enough. But I ate their pre-pandemic and it's a better, when the breakfast and lunch, we had to make a reservation, but it was actually a quick serve meal. And I kind of wish they would bring that back. I mean, I do wish they would bring that back because I love going in that castle, but I just, that's a pretty hefty price point for one character that doesn't really stop and take a picture, just waves at you from afar. No, that's okay. I 100% agree. And there's also, I think at Magic Kingdom, there's so many good quick service places and just areas where you can sit and people watch or your kids can see, you know, the different lands or the characters that are out. I mean, you could watch Small World if that's your kid's favorite ride and eat in Pinocchio House and sit on the balcony. Yeah. So we did that, decided where we wanted to eat. And then I will say then the next thing I did was I did look up like height requirements for rides. And I did, you know, we talked to the, well, once the kids found out, we talked to them about what they wanted to do. And we did watch some ride videos because there were some where we didn't do dinosaur, but I know you recommend parents showing their kids that video just because, so they kind of know what to expect on those rides that are scarier, quote unquote. Um, And I also wanted to make sure like I could tell Patrick, who is one of my middle boys, he's he was three and a half almost four at the time Mm -hmm. like I didn't want him to expect that he was going to get to ride something that his older brother was going to be tall enough for we did talk about that and I knew like I knew my nine-year-old at the time was going to be tall enough to ride a lot of rides that her brothers weren't going to be able to ride she's also on the tall side so you know we my husband and I also knew there were going to be times where we were going to be split up in the park which was fine. I was very concerned about that. I will say if you're a parent, first time parent, and you're worried about being away, like apart from your spouse or your partner when you're there, it's like, you'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why I was so scared. Like I'm a grown up. I should not be scared to be by myself. It's a new adventure. You just aren't sure, but it is a place that is designed for you and your, like for families and kids. So you are, you really are okay when you, when you're away from your partner. And one thing that I don't think a lot of people realize is they have the first aid and then like they call it diaper changing and breastfeeding area, but you can take your children there if they need a rest. I've never seen them throw anybody out. Yeah, I was I was going to say there's it's called baby care, baby care rooms. If you look it up, every every park has one. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think Magic Kingdoms is the biggest. I mean, for obvious reasons. Right. But it's air conditioned. They have Disney Junior on. They haven't, you know, it's it's meant for that purpose. So if you were a mom with your littler ones and you were overwhelmed, then that is someplace you could go. It would give you both a break. Yes. We also brought, I mean, we brought snacks because you can bring snacks. We brought waters. Buy the popcorn bucket. I cannot say that enough. Buy the popcorn bucket. Buy, like, it is the easiest snack in the world. And my kids loved like going and getting it refilled yeah. every time that we needed it refilled. 
So for sure, get that. It was worth it. I mean, it's it's pop, it's not. I mean, it's Disney popcorn, so it's better, of course, than any other popcorn. Of course, it uh, is. <laughs> it's worth it. If your kids like popcorn, go for it. And they don't like my kids drink water, so we just use the stations and refilled their cups and got ice. And I mean, the cast members were great about that when we were there. They, well, they are all the time. They they'll give you ice water, and a lot of times they have them like lined up. Like uh, you may see at your children's school at our school, they have water available for our kids to drink, and it's ready and poured. And if they don't, all you do is ask. Absolutely, and I I mean I think maybe it was because it was not a busier time, but all the cast members I ever talked to were so kind about that, especially if they saw me with my three boys by myself. Yeah. <laughs> this poor lady. They were, they were so sweet about helping if I needed help. There's also playgrounds at some of the, the parks and they're in the, when it's warm, there's splash pads. And I know some, some people don't see the purpose of them, but they are good. My sister-in-law uses them for her kids too, just for like a break where they can just be free and play. And you don't, and it's more kid friendly and they, they make friends too. Yes, absolutely. And I did mention a couple of those in the podcast that I did in September. I mentioned some of the, like, especially at Epcot, after Mission Space, that one is great, especially because I think a lot of people do like ILL or Virtual Queue for Guardians, which is right there. So if you're, you know, if you as a grown up or you have older kids, if you're swapping to go ride Guardians, there's a playground right there for your other kids to play on. I'm kind of thinking they did that. I don't know if they thought that through or not, but I feel like they did because it is pretty close. And since you were there, uh, Journey to Water opened and there's plenty of water play for kids to go to and parents could take them through that and let them play in the water. Well, and that's not a, like, it's not a virtual queue anymore. So it's just a walkthrough. Right. Yeah. That's that. I mean, I've not been there. I'm sad that we didn't get to do, to do that, but next time we go, we will for sure. Well, it was so crowded. I mean, we loved it. Don't get me wrong. We we did, but we were there the day that it officially opened. And so it was super crowded, but it was still cool to see what's available to kids. And there's stuff that they can get really wet or there's stuff that they can just get their hands wet kind of thing. So it's nice. Yeah, I saw it. Was that you that said, make sure you read the signs? <laughs> so you know which parts you're going to get wet and which parts like That's which true. way to go. Well, one of them looks like you're going to get what it's a curtain of water, similar to what the Jungle Cruise when you're going on the Jungle Cruise and they're like, we're on the backside of water. Um, But it senses your I don't know if it's the heat from your body that it senses. But when you go through it, like it like evaporates or goes away. It's the craziest thing ever. That's so cool. It is very cool. I didn't go through it because I this is terrible, but I didn't trust it. But Joey was hot anyway. So he just walked on through. It's pretty cool. So that's exciting. And I think like another thing I wanted to say was I feel like in my brain, I wanted to like make sure I was doing every little thing right? and every ride. And I feel like that's not realistic when you go with kids. You just you like I had everybody pick the one thing in every park that they wanted to do. Like that. What was your top? What's your top choice? So we make sure we do those. Mm-hmm. But like we didn't do Jungle Cruise because it was not something that any of my kids like really, really wanted to do. And I think by the time we would have genie plus it on the second day we were there, it was too late in the day that we would have been waiting. Now I could have refreshed and seen if I could have gotten a better time. Um, Speaking of genie plus watch a lot of YouTube. I mean, if you're a first timer, like we were, I would say watch all the YouTube videos because it, it does seem like a totally foreign thing until you know it and use it. And then it's not as tricky as it seems. 
Or talk to somebody who has used it and maybe that has kids or that just could give you some tips because it, if you don't know it, it is overwhelming. And it can be the first time, the first few times I remember, because I'm like, how am I going to tell my clients how to do this if I haven't used it yet? And there were plenty of clients that went before I had used it. And it was, I mean, I did the best I could and I did help one guy. I was actually in South Carolina and he couldn't get it to work in Florida. And I got it to work in South Carolina and got him a boarding pass. So oh, awesome. You just don't know. Sometimes you can and sometimes you can't. And I, I sent them to you, Vicki, but um, you can always look up. There's a lot of good bloggers and vloggers and people that have been there that have made these super cute, like pri- it's almost like a priority card where they'll kind of show you the ones that run out the fastest and the most popular ones so that you can decide what you want to do for each park. And I mean, I just would say read, read, read all the things because you never know Like, you know yourself, you know your kids, so you know what your priorities are. And then I would go look at those cards and then I would, my husband and I would get together with our game plan. And then, you know, when we would get up in the morning at whatever time, seven and book our first Genie Plus or ILL. But again, I think mine was a little bit easier because it was not as busy. Like, I don't think those things ran out instantly like they do other times. And the ones that I sent you are probably may not be up to date now because I don't think Tron's on there. Right. This is from WDW Prep School is where you got these from. So yeah, you probably would want to go check that out. But I would assume that they update it because I think that's still a website that's still pretty up to date. I think that might be right now I'm on mousehacking.com. That's the one that shows you height requirements and you can look at it per park or you can look at it overall. We did get Genie Plus for Magic Kingdom. We did for Hollywood Studios. We did not for Animal Kingdom. And I'm pretty sure we did for Epcot, but that's kind of a questionable one. I don't know if I would always get that one. I would say we did not get to ride Test Track because the wait was too long and the times were like way later in the evening for Genie Plus for Lightning Lane. So if your kids want to ride Test Track, because that's a popular one, either rope drop it or get Genie Plus. Otherwise, you don't really have to have Genie Plus. I don't feel like. Yeah. I mean, we we had it and I feel like we could have done without it that day, to be honest. Especially when it's expensive. And I'm sure you saw that too, because are you heard us talking about it? The week of Thanksgiving day was 30, our week was $35 a person. And for a family of six like yours, that just kind of seems crazy. Yeah, that is wild. I don't know if we would have done it because that's, yeah, that's wild. That's another thing. You have to budget that out. And I think most people that go now, at least, you know, my generation know about Genie Plus. But if you're of a generation that, you know, you don't know it, look that up because that's another chunk of your budget that you're going to spend if you purchase that for your family. Well, yeah. And so like I have clients that are going that haven't been since before the pandemic and they're used to fast pass and they, so I'm having to try to explain that. And it's, it's a difficult thing to understand if that's, this is what you've always known. So in Magic Kingdom, when we were split up, I could choose rides for me and the boys. And then my hut, like you don't all have, you can put your people where you want them to go. So keep that in mind too. If you are splitting up as adults with different kids, you can still like, you know, get your lightning lane for small world or Peter Pan or whatever you want to do with your littler ones while your older ones are with your, the other adult riding something else. Which is very nice. Yes. 
Um, I would highly recommend at Magic Kingdom, if you want a rest ride, we did not do People Mover. And I feel like we would have done, we should have done that. I think my boys would have liked that more. But if your kids are not tired enough to sit, I would not do, um, all I can think of is the song right now. What is it? Oh, Carousel of Progress. Yeah, I would not do, if you, like my boys did not want to sit in those seats. They were not tired enough for Carousel of Progress. We got yelled at. So if you want to rest right, if you have movers, I would do people mover because then you're moving. Um, but I know some people have gotten like stuck on that ride. One of the bloggers that I watch, every time she rides that ride, it goes down and she oh gets my gosh. every single time. <laughs> that's hilarious. I mean, I guess it's not, but. That's probably rare. Um, it, but it also goes through some of the rides and like my, my two younger boys, they couldn't ride Space Mountain, but they would have gotten to at least go through Space Mountain on People Mover. Correct. That would have been cool for them. Yeah. I'm going to let people in on this little secret and I might come back to bite me, but for younger families like yours to the right of Space Mountain, it's kind of down two or three stairs. It's like between the bathrooms behind the kids staging area, which I think most of the time I see Stitch there or Buzz, but between there, it's a little wooded area. It has lots of seating. It's perfect if you want to take your child for a quieter area to take a nap. There'll still be a little bit of noise, but you don't want it totally quiet because then your kid will never sleep unless it's totally quiet. If you read all the books, they tell you that anyway. But yeah, it's a nice place to have a picnic. I don't know why people don't know that it's back there. Now, we might get it all crowded now that I just said that, but <laughs> it's. I learned about it from uh, Gina. That's one of our agents with us. And yeah. She's like, well, you can just wait over here. And I'm like, where's there a waiting? You know, and so I waited down there. I'm like, this is awesome. And the whole time I was there, because I think they had to wait 45 minutes for the ride. And then, of course, they rode the ride. So it was almost an hour. There was only like two or three other people down there. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, it's a nice place to go. I mean, next time we go, I will use that. We used um, Tom Sawyer's Island for that purpose. You did tell me that. Yeah. Because they can run around. There's not too many people there. I mean, I will tell you, if you do not like to feel claustrophobic, don't go in the caves because it is very tight in there. I mean, I I thought it was fun for me, but um, my kids were kind of scared. Bring your flashlight, bring your phone. (laughs) Um, It's dark. But that was a great place. And you don't feel like you don't, you're not in the hustle and the bustle of the park. You are because you're right in the middle of Frontierland, but it's just, it's, it's nice. It's nice and quiet. And if you go kind of across to the end. You can watch the riverboat go past you. Um, It was nice, but I might use your little area next time. The riverboat is also something cool because the kids, there's always something for them to be looking for. Like um, I almost think maybe research it a little bit and do a little scavenger hunt for things for them to be looking for while you're floating. And then that keeps them busy too. But I don't think that's a boring ride necessarily. I mean, I know that some people don't ride it because they're like, it's a boat. What does it do? But you, it goes kind of behind the scenes kind of thing, not really behind the scenes, but you see things that you wouldn't normally see just walking through the park. Yeah. And you, I mean, you pass rides, you for sure. I mean, you for sure pass big thunder, of course. And Haunted Mansion. Yeah. So we did not do it, but I'm sure my kids would have liked it if we had done it. That's the ride we rode right after we found out that the parade was pre-taped instead of live the first time we were there. And we have a picture of Kaylee and it's hilarious of her pouting because she was so mad that. Oh, no. 
We weren't the only ones, though. That's what I felt good about. I felt bad for the other group. I think there was 13 or something in their party. It was insane. They had drove from New York and they were standing there with us waiting for this parade. We're like, what the heck's going on? Why is the parade not coming in? So the lady, finally, one of the cast members asked us what we were doing. We're like, we're waiting for the parade. And she goes, oh, the parade doesn't come to like noon. And we're like, no, no, the parade that's um, on television. She's like, oh, they pre-taped that. And at that time, they only had to do it like the first week of December, but now they do it, I think the second week of November because people got on, caught on to that. So yeah, we just watched the Christmas special on Disney plus the one that's in magic kingdom. Uh And clearly they are filming that in the middle of the night (laughs) when there's like, you know, ticketed guests or it's like a small group of guests that's there. And there is, I mean, the rides are not running <laughs> the middle of the night. It's, yes. I mean, yeah. So, you know what I forgot to say when I was talking about planning your trip was decide which which parks you want to go to in, in what order and how, you know, do you want to have a rest day? Do you want... You want a rest day. Well, I mean, I would say if you have kids and you're going to be there for a, enough days, rest day for sure, because you need that. If you're going to be there enough that you could do one every other day, that would be almost fantastic. I was reading some of the tips that you had sent me and I think they did one every, like they did a park and then did a rest and did a park and did a rest. And if you have small children, that is not a bad idea at all. Well, listening to your other shows that I've listened to, there's so much you can go and do not at a park. Oh, for sure. Your kids would also love on a rest. Like you could sleep in or you could still have naps and you could still go do a Disney thing. Yeah. Just not at a park. And the one thing that I haven't done yet, and every time, you know, when you buy a package or maybe you don't know this, you get a free round of golf at one of the golf places. We've never done that yet. And I feel like we need to do that just because my kids love mini golf and that would be something, I mean, they're adults now, but they still love mini golf and that would be something good to do. Talk about some of the things that you ordered prior to going to the parks that were helpful for your family. Cause you told me about something for your small child. So I, the first thing I ordered was that hip carrier that I've taught, I talked about before. Um, I think the brand name is called up a baby, but I just ordered it on Amazon and I probably need to put that on my list. Cause I don't think it's on there, but hundred percent, if you have a, a child that you're holding and carrying, I would order that because you can't take your stroller in a line. Right. And if you're holding them a lot, it just takes, it will save your back basically. And they will be comfortable and you will be comfortable. And I used it for my four-year-old or my three-year-old at the time too. Anybody that I was holding, I, you know, you just set them on the little, looks like a fanny pack, but it's bigger and it has like a little seat that they sit on. That's awesome. Um, So that's number one. And then I just, I like, I would just read vlogs. I ordered ponchos. I ordered um, like sunscreen sticks instead of just the tube. I ordered charger like a battery chargers a battery chart battery chargers for my husband and i's phones because when you're on genie plus all day it's going to drain your battery from your phone so i ordered like a bigger more expensive one that you could put your cord in and charge from there and then i ordered a backup just in case i did order several of the things that i put on my list that i sent you were things like small entertainment items for the plane or the car rides or just times where I knew that we were going to be waiting. I will say we did not bring a lot of those items with us to the parks because they don't really need them. There's plenty of things to entertain them then. 
Um, <laughs> you probably, if you've looked at this, you probably laughed. I did put, um, cause it's Play-Doh. You had the dum-dum suckers just for them to have. That's what I said. You're going to laugh at. So dum-dums were my, we're waiting in a line. Yeah. I don't think that's, I'm not laughing we're losing at losing our minds. Like here's a sucker. And then we weren't screaming cause we have to suck on our sucker. And I mean, I probably went through like a hundred of them and it's not like I, Yes, I didn't want my kids to have sugar, but like you've talked about and other people have talked about waiting in a line with kids that are out of control. I did not. I did not want my kids to have to go through that. And I did not want other people that were waiting in line with us to have to go through that. So the suckers were fabulous for that. And then the Play-Doh. Play-Doh was just something I could throw in a bag. It was like a small container. They could play with it. If if it got lost, who cares? Like it's Play-Doh. It was fine. We used that on the plane. I did order the these matte photo boards. It's like a piece of canvas that's shaped in a rectangle with a hole in the middle. And that was what I took everywhere with us for characters to sign. Forgot you told me that. I did order a lot and I brought all of them, but I ended up having everybody just sign one. But I'm going to copy it and then each kid will get their autographed frame and then a, one of our pictures from Disney as their souvenir. Very cool. I've not gotten around to making that, but the characters liked it too, because we had our marker. We had that. We could whip it out. They would sign it. We put it back in the bag and it's small. So it would fit like in our diaper bag. Yeah. Five by seven. So that's perfect. Yeah. That was, I highly recommend that. And I'm pretty sure that was something that I saw another mom do, or people will do shirts and then have the characters sign shirts or I mean, anything. I was going to say somebody last year brought wood ornaments. Oh, that's a good idea. They brought wood ornaments and she said that she took the picture far enough back that she was going to be able to cut the picture out and glue it onto the ornament and hodgepodge it. That's a good idea. So every year they had that memory. I love that. Things that I wish people would have told me before I went the first time. There we go. Well, now they have more than one idea. Yeah. And like I put like reusable sticker books, um, like a dry erase game set. Um, I did put a couple things on the list, um, a duffel bag for our pack and play, which we did take. Although if you're staying on property, you do not need to bring that. They will give you a, give you one. Um, I also took, I had like a severe anxiety about the sliding glass door that was going to be in our room. Oh, really? <laughs> Leading to a balcony. And I worried so oh, bad oh, oh. that my, that my boys would open, like would open it. Right. Um, just because I'm like a safety person, but it was really hard to open. So I had ordered this like child lock thing that I never used. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you were going to say you ordered like netting to put over it. No, it's like, it's a sliding door lock. It's on my list. I, uh, you probably don't need it unless you're crazy like me. No, I don't think that's crazy because look at how many accidents have happened from kids not realizing that it's not safe to be climbing yeah, they don't understand because they're kids. I also brought, if you stay on property, I'm pretty sure you can get a bed rail. So you do not have to bring your own. But I ordered, it was literally an inflatable to like a bump. And I would, you can put it under the fitted sheet on both sides of your child and then they won't roll off the bed. Which is awesome. Because I knew in a hotel bed, they're way higher up off the floor than like the beds that they sleep in at home. Um, but it worked great. And I knew if I brought the inflatable one, I could deflate it and put it back in my bag yes and it weighed like nothing so it wasn't hard to bring with us so for packing because i'm curious about this but i know other people will be too did you guys each have a suitcase or how did you guys do that so we we took three so we took two big suitcases aaron and i 
Mm-hmm. And then we took another medium sized suitcase because we flew Southwest. So everybody got a free bag. Oh, sure. They get two free bags. Yeah, two free bags. So we took three suitcase, two big suitcases, one medium size, and then um, we did bring car seats and I did link in my Amazon list the bags that I ordered, like a car seat bag because mm-hmm. we checked them. But on the back of the bag is like backpack straps. So you can like wear it on your back. Um, I know there's a lot of different ways you can like you can buy like a thing that has wheels on it so you can wheel it. That that was a little bit tough with all of our stuff getting it after we picked it up from you know, baggage claim, getting it from there to our car. So if you, but it was, I mean, we rented a car. So once we got it to the car, it was fine. If we had had to put it on the bus and then to the resort, I think I would have packed a little bit differently. Um, I brought, I'm sure way more than I needed. And I would say, if you're all going to have a bag, packs all smaller bags. If your kids are old enough, they can roll them. I was going to say three of your kids should have been able to and then they're not so heavy. Like I, the bigger bags were heavy, which made it harder. I think if I had spread it out more, they're free anyway, and everybody can just roll their own bag. Right. So I probably would have done that differently. Also, I don't have the cool bags now where like you can roll them anyway and they're flat. Mine are the ones you have to like tilt and roll. Oh, right, right. Like right. the older ones. So I would say, don't forget to think about that when you pack is you're going to have to get your bags and then get them to wherever you're staying. And um, this wasn't your trip, but on our trip, and I know I put this in our trip report, but in case someone wasn't listening to that, if you are a person that sleeps with a fan, which there are lots of people that sleep with fans, that's what we found on this trip. I don't know how many trips in now, 14 as a family, at least that you can request a fan from housekeeping and they will bring you one. So if you're ever in doubt or you want something that you don't see in your room, it doesn't hurt to ask because there's a good chance they have it. Well, and especially on property, I mean, like we say all the time, like you say, it's a family resort. Right. There's most likely someone that has asked this question, probably thousands of people that have asked this question. So it's likely they're going to have these things on hand if enough guests are requesting them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I packed sat, like portable sound machines. Um, if you have a baby, I saw a lot of people with one that like could clip on the stroller oh, cool. so that if they were doing a nap and they needed their white noise, it was still there. I think they even, I, I could have drunk this, but I don't think so. I think on Amazon, they have like toddler baby headphones that you can control the volume because you don't want to blow their ears out where you can put that on it for them to have a nap while you're at the parks. So that the other noise is blocked out, but they have that what they're used to having at home. Yeah, I'll put that on my list. We It was like, it's called a cozy band, but it looks like a headband. It's made out of cloth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The speaker is in the headband. So it's not like something they have to have in or on their ears and you just put it on their head and it's Bluetooth. There's no cord. So that's that was what we used for my two-year-old. That was his headphones. Oh, so you did. Okay, good. We did use those. I also put in on my Amazon list, we did order, it's like a little footrest that you can attach to the tray on your flight because then technically I, well, in my brain, I was thinking maybe he'll lay down and take a nap because then they can lay, which he did not do, but they do say it's better for toddlers to have their feet straight out on a plane because they can't touch the floor. Okay. Um, And then they can eat snacks, they can play toys and it's all contained because it can't fall down on the floor of the, the plane where you're already crammed in. You know, you don't have room. So I put that on there too. I loved that. I think that's all that I put on my list in terms of like random things that I would see on a, on a blog and then I would throw it on my list. 
Of course. I mean, you always want, but like you said, watch those YouTube videos because you'll get great ideas from other people that have already lived it and thought of things. And everybody like you, I can give all the tips in the world, but again, like I'm going off of what my kids like and what we, what we do, everybody's so different, but you'll inevitably find somebody who's similar to you and who will give you some good tips of things that you could do. I will say too, you mentioned this on one of your other episodes there get the in the Disney app that's on your phone there are games and activities you can do waiting in line in the app and my kids did use that and did take turns doing that when it was just too long of a wait and they needed something and they liked it there's always something that you can do and um, as educators you could practice spelling your name Just little things like that that you don't think about. Um, If they're older, like your daughter, you could practice math facts. I mean, it's just, and the little ones are listening to that. That's the thing that's, um, we're just struggling with so much technology. Yes, it's great because it's available and it helps us. It helps us in our job even as music educators, because there's so much more out there that we can share and that we can show kids instruments that we probably could never get coming into the schools or whatever. But um, as an educator, I'm telling you, practice your colors, like say some you guys see if you can find something blue around here, you know, just stuff like that. Um, It's it's helping them more than you realize. But we have kids that are in fourth and fifth grade that don't know how to spell their last name and it's killing me. And so I've I've got most of our special area teachers now that they do paperwork. They have them write their first and last name. It's not a bad thing. So that's something that you could definitely practice in the lines. Well, and I will say like that was our Disney trip was our very concentrated family time. So my husband, like I was not on my, I mean, I was on my phone for Genie Plus or whatever else, you know, maybe I was looking to see which character was where so we could find another thing. I will say, make sure, you know, look up beforehand where the characters are in which parks, because not every character is in every park, especially world. It's much more particular. So mm-hmm. look that up. But anyway, um, you know, we were not on our phones. We were talking to our kids. And also, I mean, I had not been to Disney World since I was a teenager. So it was all exciting and new to look mm-hmm. around. I mean, there's something to see everywhere. There's something to talk about. I even put on my list. Um, it's I think it's called I Found It. It's it's technically a board game, but it's Disney themed. And I think if you take it to the parks, you will find a lot of the things that are on the cards. Oh, fun you know, find a Mickey or find a, you know, whatever. So if you, there are things you can do. And I think a lot, I think people just, you know, you're used to being on your phone, but I loved it. I loved not having my phone. I did not post any pictures when we were there, get on my phone. It was just so nice to just be with my kids. And I mean, you're definitely not bored. (laughs) Well, you're just making memories that can't be made any other way when you're spending that quality time with them. And they're going to remember that for the rest of their life. You don't want their memory of you to be, because I've had some students say that to me is, well, my mom won't do that because she's always on her phone. And I said, well, maybe you could ask her if you could play something on your phone together or something like that. But yeah, those are fun way. I mean, I know you don't want to do education the whole time, but like you took your kids out of school. So what better way? And I know when I had kids go to Disney, when I was in the classroom, um, I would just tell them for their homework that they could tell me like write a little journal every day. So before they would go to bed every night, they would write me two or three sentences. And then I let them share with the class because a lot of kids, um, that was a good way to get kids to write. And it gave them more excitement about their trip because they were going to get to share it with more people. I don't know. For 
sure. And I, it's so interesting that you say that because my daughter was old enough to like understand how my husband and I were trying to figure out our lightning lanes. Mm-hmm. So she learned a lot about time on our trip because I think it really made it more concrete because kids don't like, I, they don't understand what does 20 minutes mean? I mean, right. that's so abstract for them, but I think she learned a lot more about time and, you know, to how to pay attention to a clock and all that stuff, because she was one of the people who was riding a lot of those rides that had specific times that we were going to go and do them. That's a, that is a cool thing too, because time is another thing that, yes, I'm glad we have digital clocks, but the until the government changes that we don't need to know how to read an analog clock, that would be perfect. You could show them, okay, we had in line at this time, and then we'll see when, we, when we're done writing the ride, and you can look and tell me what that time is. So yeah, there's so many great things that you can do to make memories, be a family, but still help your kids learn things. You just don't realize. For sure. And I will say like, have expectations, especially if you're going with as many kids as we did with only two adults, but realize that like reality may not meet your expectations. But in my experience, my expectations, what reality was, was so much better than what my expectation was. Right. So just be flexible. And like my kids did not want to ride Haunted Mansion. So we did not ride that. Now, next time they've all finally told me they will ride Haunted Mansion. So (laughs) did you watch the movie? We did. We well, we watched the Muppet version of the movie because there's a Muppet. There's a Muppet version. It's funny. It's very funny. And it still is very on theme with all of the characters that are on the ride. Yes. Um, So my daughter wants to watch the Eddie Murphy one, the, the first real people one. Yes. Um, but she said she'll finally write it. And like, we didn't do Jungle Cruise. So I would do that. I would do Haunted Mansion. Um, we were very lucky that we got to do Splash Mountain. Oh, I know. Especially because my three-year-old was like just tall enough. So he got to write it, which was super fun. And he loved it. He was very brave and loved so it. So your baby's going to be sad that he didn't get to do it. Well, he probably won't know. And he, like right now, he's very into like Tiana and Frozen and all that stuff. So he he probably won't care. And I'm hoping it will be very similar. So the, I mean, not for people who know Splash Mountain, but for people who never have known Splash Mountain, hopefully it will still be, you know, like an iconic memory, memorable ride. For sure. Um, I did want to say we did get photo pass. We did use it and I did enjoy those pictures. It's great for not having to have your phone out because you never have to worry about taking a picture because, correct. well, as long as there's a cast member taking pictures there. Right. I mean, it's better than your phone. Obviously, they're using, you know, their cameras that are much higher quality. We did get it. I wish it was included like at land. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, But again, budgeting, you have to decide if that's something that you want as part of your budget or not. Surprisingly, though, a lot of people don't buy it in land. They don't. Well, it's included in Genie Plus. It's not included in your ticket. Yeah, that that's what I meant. And so, but some people don't do Genie Plus because we heard them talking about when we were there. They're like, yeah, we don't do that. We don't care about that. And I thought, well, that's really interesting because to me, that's like the best thing because you don't, you, like you said, you don't have to have your phone out all the time. You don't have to run down your battery to do it. And you make sure everybody's in the picture because otherwise somebody's not going to be in the picture. Or if you do a selfie, it's all over the place and you don't want all your pictures to be self, you know what I mean? So well, and they're trained and you, if you want a picture in front of the castle, they're going to give you that picture in front of the castle. Right. That's probably in your head because they are trained on how to get everything in the picture that you want. 
So, and I mean, you just have to remember again, that's, you're going to, it's going to be in that like time you're going to use to go and get those pictures. I will say one of my favorite times we had a person come take pictures. My husband was on um, big thunder with one of my kids and I was waiting. I think it was Cecily. My daughter was with him and I had the boys and she just was like, she saw us standing over there. It wasn't crowded. And she's like, let's take some pictures in front of big thunder. And I mean, she it was a good five minutes of her just taking silly, cute pictures of me and the boys. That's so cool. And I mean, the kids will remember that too. And that's another thing I was going to say. One of the top questions that I've seen is like, what age is the best age? And I would say any age. You as a parent, you as a parent are going to have those memories of your kids when they're super little. And I mean, I don't know in 10 years what my two year old is going to remember, but he still watches Fantasmic three times a week. He still remembers going to Disney World. He still asks to go to Mickey World all the time. So any age and keep in mind, if you take two, I think it's two or under two, they're free. That's why we went when we did, because we knew we were going to be paying for three kids, my husband and I, and he would be free. So that, and that was probably our last chance to do it when he was free. So keep in mind, if you are having kids, if I could go, I mean, I would totally have done it every year when I had kids that were free just to go and make those memories as an adult. And I know you have adult children who still want to go all the time. Right. Yeah. So um, Brad told me yesterday that someone had contacted him that works with him because they knew that what I do and their daughter's going to be three or she is three and she's going to be four. And they wanted to know, was this a good time? And I said, did you say under three? That's for me. And he's like, no. <laughs> and and um, he said, I didn't. And I said, well, not everybody thinks the same way you do. I think that some people would want to introduce their kids young so that they'll get used to going there because it seems like they're going to want to go more than just the one trip, but we'll see. I don't want to force somebody into going into it because that's what I do. And it's just so mad. Like, and I say this all the time to everyone who asks me about Disney, it's just so magical. Mm -hmm. And I think there's not enough of that in the world anymore. And it's like, you're in this bubble of just magic and like, like anything can happen. And like, just like right where kids, I want my kids to be more is like in that magical imagination world. Um, It just, it was so lovely. And even my husband and I, I mean, it had been for everybody in the world, the pandemic had been so stressful and we were finally coming out of it. And both of us said we didn't have our aches and pains or our, you know, we weren't tired. Like we just were in that bubble of just magic when we were there. Very nice. And my daughter, I I was worried she was kind of on the cusp of not being in that, but I think it kind of extended it even further because she got to experience it. No, I think if you take her again, she, it's, it's going to be like Kaylee. And I mean, well, Kaylee was 12 and she just, she's 26 now. And she just like, she just loves to go and she'd go. I mean, we tease about that all the time on the show, but there are some times when you're just like, you just need to feel that magic because you've had a bad week or something. And, um, you want to just hop on a plane and go there for the day. Like your like your friend did or could do when she was close enough where they'd go for lunch. That would be so nice. Yes. She works in our district. They used to fly there for the day. It's so crazy. Because some people I do think, oh, like it's not Disney, you know. And some of them I feel like have never been there. And it's just hard. Like, and it's a personal thing. I I know. But if you do it, I just feel like. You will just understand. There are very few people that I know that have gone and did not want to go back. There are a couple, 
But I also know that they went in knowing that this was not their thing. And they didn't even try to get in the mindset because the one husband, he's like, I'm just there to pay the bills and hold the purses. And I'm like, if you go that way, it's like anything. It's a self-fulfilled prophecy. If you're telling yourself that it's going to be miserable and horrible and you're not going to like it, then you're not going to like it. But if you go there, it makes you feel like you're a young child again every time. One of your fellow travel agents is a dad and it's like he is totally into it. (laughs) For sure. But he grew up with it too. And so that's what he's wanting for his kids. So it's so crazy. And I love that. Just continuing that tradition. My husband was kind of a naysayer. He was worried that it was going to be like a nightmare. And it was, you know, four kids, just the two of us. But he had a great time. I mean, we never, I mean, there were, there are moments where you, it gets stressful at times as it always does, but we never had a fight. Like we worked as a team. It was wonderful. I wanted to say one more tip. Sure. Look up for families, especially if you know you're going to have some that are tall enough for rides and some that aren't. Look, make sure you look up um, ride or swap. And I would suggest looking up a person like do it, like blogging as they're doing it so that you see like exactly how the process works and, and don't feel uncomfortable when you do it. The cast members, I mean, it happens constantly all the time. Um, but just remember, everybody needs to go to the cast member and tell them you're doing rider swap because they have to see the two adults or the people who are riding and then the people who aren't. Yeah. that are too small and then you can separate from there but everybody has to go so they see everybody and then you can do rider swap and it's it's like a lightning lane basically once the people that not the first people unless you have a lightning lane once the first group goes then you go back and say we rider swapped these are the people who are riding and then it's like a, more like a lightning lane because you just go through the lightning lane line the second group very nice so we used it a lot. And it's funny on, on, uh, on rise, we used it. And my daughter rode that ride three times. Oh my gosh. Because we, I think we, we ILL'd it because we wanted to make sure we got to ride it for the three of us. And then they let her, you know, ride or go again. And then we virtual queued it or whatever the other option was. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was standby, but the fourth time she didn't want to ride it. I rode that ride by myself. <laughs> The second time. But it's still fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was great. <laughs> it was the it was the only time I was alone the whole trip. Um, but I could have, I will say, if your kids love Mickey and Hollywood Studios, I could have ridden Runaway Railway 10 more times. I love that ride. We need to take you on a girl trip. Yes, I, I would love to go on a girl trip. And I feel like I, we did a lot of like the quick service that's little kid friendly. I think as an adult, it would be nice to go and try the food that I would want to eat as a grown up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I mean, they're, they cater to kids. So there's always something that they can eat. I just would have probably liked to have tried some other things. Sure. But I mean, that wasn't the purpose of why we were there. And I will say some people say they don't want to do Epcot because they think little kids won't like it. But my kids loved Epcot. I think more people like Epcot than, again, I feel like it's a whole self-fulfilling prophecy. If you would just go in with a positive mindset, maybe it would help it a little bit because I think, At one time, that probably was true because there was so much more. um, Probably when we first went there, I would say kids wouldn't have loved it as much other than like Finding Nemo and Figment. But now there's tons. For sure. And my kids like to walk and it was cool for them to see all. And there's a lot of characters in Epcot that are not in other places, at least not as consistently. So keep that at like 
peasant dress Belle is in Magic Kingdom and is in Epcot, but depending on when you go, her appearances are different. There was two other things I wanted to say, and now I forgot what they were. Well, one was just make sure you're prepared as a parent to just not force your kids to go on ride. Like, you talked about this before. I would never have forced my child to go on a ride that they didn't want to go on. I thought about it for a second with with Haunted Mansion because I wanted to ride that, but I'm not going to drag, like, a screaming kid onto a ride and then force everybody else to ride a ride that they probably hold near and dear to their hearts and want to experience properly, then they would it would have been ruined by my kid who's screaming and crying. So just keep that in mind. My kids didn't like pirates, but they weren't screaming and crying on the ride. Um, so keep that in mind. Don't force, at least I don't think it's right to force your kid to ride something because there's other people there who are trying to experience it and don't want that. <laughs> well, you don't want to traumatize your kid because then they'll never trust you again. Yes, and I feel like n- not forcing them is the reason why if they did end up writing it, if we when we go again, I shouldn't say if, when, then it will be a positive experience and it won't just be like, I will never ride that because you forced me to do it and it was horrible. So I don't remember. There was one other thing I wanted to say and I forgot what it is. Was there anything you wanted, you said you would definitely do differently? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I've mentioned all of the things, but there's, but it's also hindsight. That was the first time that we've gone with our kids. I had no idea how anybody was going to react to anything. So I would just say, keep your expectations, you know, at a, at a place where if they are not met, then you're going to survive and realize you're an adult and why, like, what is your purpose for being there? Ours was to go as a family and to have our kids experience that in a positive way so we knew as adults we might not get to do what we wanted but I think you know some people don't function that way some people want to go and want to do what they want so just be prepared if you are two adults going and you want to ride Haunted Mansion maybe your other adult waits with your kids and then you swap and just know what your kids need we didn't do naps but my sister-in-law does naps so we I know we needed naps that those first couple trips and we took them too because I'm not sure how we would have made it because like you talked about at the very beginning, Disney Tired is a whole nother ball game. So, well, thank you for joining us. Don't forget that we are requesting that our listeners text us with their favorite Christmas memory, whether it's Disney or not, and text those to me by December 14th. We're going to put it together for a December 22nd show. Uh, Text us those memories at 636-373-4497. A few final reminders before I sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on the show or you have a question or comment, all you have to do is text me at 636-373-4497. Or if you'd like to book a trip or you want to want a free quote, same number, 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, The Mousecapades and More Podcast. Be sure to listen to Wednesday show when we dish all the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. I think it's about that time. Disney love. Have a magical day, my friends.